We've talked about non-fungible tokens or NFTs in the context of the art world, where pieces of digital art can fetch millions at auction. Well, B-Side is revisiting NFTs, which are also making a mark in the gaming industry. Again, NFTs can be tweets, GIFs, JPEGs, or any digitally authenticated item that lives on the blockchain. So imagine for a second that you're playing a video game, and you kill a boss in a battle and win a sword. A really big and powerful sword. This sword could become a digital asset that can be bought and sold for cryptocurrency. The play-to-earn movement is an emerging phenomenon in gaming, wherein players collect rewards within a game and later convert them to real cash. Though this form of cryptocurrency has been around for a few years, it reached new heights during the COVID-19 pandemic, with lockdowns rendering millions jobless and open to earning money through gaming. There are Filipino gamers who have turned a profit playing a Pokemon-inspired game called Axie Infinity. Gaming guilds have also cropped up to invest in in-game assets like our hypothetical big and powerful sword and loan these assets out to a player community. In this episode of B-Side, Beryl C. Lee, co-founder of Yield Guild Games or YGG, tells Business World reporter Bronte H. Laksamana how play to earn works, the economics behind it, and how people can join in on the fun, whether as a gamer or as an investor. Can you first explain in basic terms for people who don't know how NFTs in games work? There are NFTs, which stand for non-fungible tokens. And these are unique assets that is actually produced on the blockchain itself. And people actually use it. So for example, with Axie Infinity, a game, you could actually use three of these battle axes and use it to earn our rewards within the Axie game itself. Can you talk more about the development of NFTs in gaming and how it came around? Because it wasn't always like this. We didn't have these many games. So it actually started with Ethereum with their smart contracts. Like non-fungible tokens is a kind of like smart contract where you actually produce unique assets. It's called like a 721 smart contract or in the form of an 1155 contract. It actually started with placing like various assets on the blockchain to actually create a unique possession of a particular asset and also to actually embed certain metadata of an asset on the blockchain. This is to differentiate the uniqueness of one asset uh, versus another asset, right? This concept has been applied to games. So one uh, gaming asset within a particular gaming economy won't be the same with another gaming asset. So they're unique. And that's the reason why these assets actually have various values as well. So one asset would have a different value from another gaming asset, as an example. So essentially, there's an economy developing around this. And how does Yield Guild Games help develop it? So because we have a community of members, we loan these assets to the community. We acquire a number of NFT assets. So like right now, we have axes, we breed axes. We are also um, involved with F1 Delta. We have sandbox assets like Metaverse Land, for example, where we actually allow our guild members to build on top of that Metaverse Land. We recently participated in Embersword. Guild of Guardians as well. And so we support these various games that actually have assets on the blockchain. We also focus on assets that actually have a land economy. 
And most importantly, the economics should work as well. To summarize that economy, we call it play to earn. So when a player enters a game using these various uh, NFT assets, they should be able to earn rewards in the form of cryptocurrencies. So we support all these games and we lend them out or we allow our players to play with them. The demographics of these players, you find that they're not particularly well-versed in cryptocurrency. Do you see that this has become their entry point into cryptocurrency? Oh, yes, definitely. It's a very good intersection between finance as well. So finance, cryptocurrency, and gaming. As an example, we have players that were able to uh, earn rewards and convert them into buying a house, for example. They're able to make decisions what to do with their rewards. Should they save it? Should they buy other NFT assets? Um, Some of our other players actually end up creating their own yield farms as well where they actually start breeding axes and loaning them out to other community members. So they become entrepreneurial through play to earn. Isn't there a volatile aspect to this? Have there been any challenges? Yes, definitely. So there is a high correlation between the prices of other crypto assets and NFTs with the prices of, let's say, Bitcoin and Ethereum. So it is uh, challenging for some, but we see most of our community members uh, convert their rewards immediately to Philippine pesos. So they're not really exposed to the volatility that much just because they really wanted to use their rewards immediately. So as we speak, NFTs in games and this whole play-to-earn thing, it's still in its infancy. So how do you see the future of it? There will be more games building on the blockchain. And as play to earn evolves, there will definitely be more game developers, right? Like wanting to actually build around this new phenomenon. There is a chicken and egg factor in this entire ecosystem that is demand and supply. So demand, there's definitely a number of scholars. We have a long list of, for example, players asking for scholarships to be able to really earn a living because there's a lot of demand. Supply needs to be able to match uh, that particular demand. And Guild Guild Games would like to support other developers, games as well, to really build around the play to earn kind of like concept and phenomenon to be able to help the community who are locked down during this pandemic. They can just like download the game, play it, and they actually end up earning cryptocurrency rewards, uh, which helps them earn a living. And in your opinion, this will all build financial literacy for many people, right? Oh, definitely, yes. Uh, We could see the mindset of our players really change. They've become a little bit more entrepreneurial. They're able to make decisions on their earnings. Imagine that a number of them did not have savings in the past. A lot of them probably would not be part of financial institutions, would not have any bank account, and they struggle to really earn a living during this entire pandemic lockdown period. Their jobs have been affected the most. And even if we all get our vaccinations, for example, the effects of this pandemic would still linger economically. And uh, this gives them an alternative way. So definitely, players would be able to make decisions on what they want to do with their funds. With such a big player base, how will Yield Guild Games and other similar organizations address the need for more supply? 
I think down the line, we'd like to encourage more um, developers. So there's a lot of remote work right now for a lot of engineers. Philippines, for example, we have a lot of really good creatives. And uh, I guess like right now, what Yield Guild Games is doing is to really educate people on what play to earn is. And so we hope that this would actually guide a lot of these gaming developers create their game in the way that would help and allow community members play the game and earn rewards. There's also talk about the metaverse. So how does all of this play into building a metaverse economy? So metaverse is virtual worlds. We have a number of applications. So as an example, you have the central land. Um, I've mentioned sandbox, Axie. So this would be different kinds of like worlds, right? Everything is actually virtual because of remote work, inability for a number of people to go out, right? Because of COVID, there would be demand for work to be done at home. And uh, developers who are also working remotely are able to really like build these games to meet that uh, sort of demand. Do you see more potential for the in-game assets beyond being used in the games to earn money? Hopefully, there would be cross in-game assets where um, assets of one particular game could actually be used for another particular game and so on and so forth. I think that would be really interesting to see. Like right now, we haven't really seen that fully fledged out yet, but there have been talks in the ecosystem that this is the future of the metaverse where you know gaming assets could actually be used for one game to another similar to creating avatars, for example, right? So if one player creates his own avatar, maybe he or she could actually use that avatar and reuse it in various uh, games in the metaverse. What's in development now for Yield Guild Games? We definitely have an exciting roadmap ahead of us. We are currently working on our launch. This will be on the 27th of July. We will have quests for gamers to earn more rewards for our community. And in the future, we are going to be launching a marketplace where anybody who has NFTs and want to put them to work can actually use our marketplace to loan them out through our scholarship programs. That is an exciting platform that we hope to release, if not end of the year, uh, early next year. So what's your vision for the future of this marketplace? I see it to be really efficient uh, just because we involve various people uh, within the community. We do not only serve players themselves, but it could actually be those who are investors, who think like investors, who would like to own these gaming assets. And uh, it's more about being able to efficiently make use and put them to work, you know, rather than just leaving these assets idle. Might as well just put them to work and earn uh, rewards out of it. Being able to match those that need assets because they can't afford them with those that don't really want to play the game, but would like to collect these NFTs. So to be able to really like match our community of players with investors who actually own these NFTs. What can blockchain gaming organizations do from here on out to improve the whole scene? It would be really interesting to see uh, blockchain games have this play-to-earn economics because that way they could actually involve more people in the community who actually need to make a living. Prior to COVID, for example, um, I'll just bring out some statistics. There were about 
six to seven percent already unemployed, and we actually have twenty percent underemployed. So this is a really big market. This is over thirty million people in the Philippines alone. With the pandemic, the market becomes bigger. And think about the rest of the world. Half of eight billion people around the world have actually suffered from their jobs, right, because of the pandemic. And being able to give them an option of staying at home but earn a living through uh, spending their time playing games, that would really change a lot of things, right, in society and um, the economy. So yes, I really believe that blockchain games can actually make this happen. It also fills in this financial literacy gap within parts of the economy. Um, and through gaming accounts, it's just a Pandora box. It opens a lot of possibilities. Uh, it becomes the intersection to DeFi where because of the data that we know about these players, like we actually know which wallets, for example, they interact with. We know how many hours they probably spend playing a particular game. We know what sort of rewards they earn. We know what mechanics of games that they're more interested in. And because of these data points that we collect, we can now start doing more non-collateralized loans, right? And extending finance to this particular segment in the economy. And that concludes another episode of B-Side. Once again, you heard Yield Guild Games co-founder Beryl Seeley talking with Business World reporter Bronte H. Laksamana about NFT gaming and the play-to-earn phenomenon. It's funny. My parents used to tell me that video games were a waste of time. Well, guess what? Now you can enter the world of decentralized finance and make money by playing or investing in blockchain games. Remember, it's dangerous to go alone. Take this. This B-Side episode was recorded remotely on June 25. This is Samuel Marcelo. Thanks for listening.